Hello and welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets. I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to cover, I mean, this is the game of the year. Uh, you know, you don't get too many opportunities to dive in on such an important, I mean, I, I can't get over how much fun and excite, excitement should be coming up on Monday night as the Arizona Coyotes, the best team in the league in the past three games, come in to play the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I mean, this is intrigue like I, I couldn't believe. Um, Arizona. Ottawa. I almost don't even feel like I could do it justice. I wanted to get a guest. I was, I, I called Wayne Gretzky up himself and, and just, again, he's too excited. He was planning too much stuff around it and couldn't get, couldn't get anyone on, but this is a big one. So we're going to cover the one game, Arizona at Ottawa. I know take a deep breaths. We're going to have fun with this one. So Arizona is plus plus one thirty right now. I actually, as I waited to record, it came down, um, Ottawa was minus 160 the first I checked. It's coming down. It's coming back towards Arizona. I mean, this is something where I kind of just want to wait this one out and see what it ends up at before I place a bet. Maybe because it's dropped a bit, maybe it comes down more. Um, I feel like money will come in on Arizona with how they've played as of recent, but they do lose Jacob Chikrin, which is their best player. I don't think that's exaggerating. I don't think that's taking anything too far. Um, He has been fantastic for them, and I know – Nick Schmaltz has been the story, but Jacob Chikrin has been on another level. He's not going to play in this one. He's traveling back to Arizona. Um, they're evaluating, and they said they'll have a further update on Tuesday. So he's out in this game. I do think that that for you know first thing that that brings to mind here is Shane Goss's fair. Um, his you know point prop et cetera get a bit bit of a boost. But I do think, like I said, plus one thirty Arizona with how they've been playing has, is going to be the popular bet. Um, that's why I think it might you know, continue to come down. So if you want to hammer Arizona, that's what you probably do here. Now, I think that the math, at least in my eyes, points to a lot of regression coming in on Arizona very quickly. This might not be one they get up for. I mean, at the end of the day, this is not a good hockey team that has played, you know, uh, I guess very well um, and gotten lucky. And it's like, if you look at the expected goals, they're clearly way outperforming that uh, by, by a big margin over the last few games. Um, you look at that Boston game, they uh, almost to, to a T, you know, expected goals were four for Boston to two for Arizona. They almost pull it off. They end up losing that game. I just think this is going to continue to uh, the wheels come back off again without Chikrin. My plan is to wait this one out and take Ottawa at the closest to even money as I can get them. Ottawa's biggest problem has been a kind of at the opposite end of the spectrum. They're giving up way more goals than expected um, in a game versus Chicago that they uh, were expected to give up 2.2. They gave up six. I mean, this is just something that should revert back to the mean at some point. Um, they're offensively very inept as well as Arizona, which is why I do shade the under here. Uh, under six at minus 120 is just not that much fun, especially with how bad the goaltending matchup should be. I'm not going to bet it for that reason. It just doesn't like these teams are giving up so many goals above expected right now that betting this under is probably just a bad investment of your time and your money. Um, granted, they, they you know they should. These are NHL quality goalies. They should be better than what they played. But I do think if you're trying to um, have fun and enjoy, uh, you know, first off, probably the best advice I could give anyone is just don't bet this game at all because I take your Monday off and I like hang out with a loved one. Um, try anything else, but. Since I'm going to bet on this game because I'm doing a podcast for it, I think what I would suggest is taking a look at players that have been a bit unlucky. I think the, the easiest, best answer for this is probably Phil Kessel, 
who has um is probably the only coyote that just isn't scoring at, at percent uh kessel in the past 10 games is shooting zero percent which is is wild i mean he's not been the highest expected goals guy on this team but he is a guy that's on the top power play that does shoot the puck a lot and hasn't scored um with Kochenyuk and kraus yeah not the best line in the world but they're skilled enough to make something happen so i do think i'll be looking a little bit closer at like phil kessel um rather than taking schmaltz and keller at their inflated prices right now to for goals and eggs and um points just not really quite as worth it gossip bear as I already mentioned, Brad Picoff, it is the easiest, best point bet for Arizona just because of how much run he's getting. We also had that night when the, he was on the ice for every single one of their eight goals, which is just incredible. And that just kind of goes to when this team is rolling on offense, it's Gosses Bear and Chikrin that are doing it. And without Chikrin, that only is going to further boost a guy like Shane Gosses Bear, who you know, for everything that is, is wrong with him de- defensively, he's an unbelievably talented offensive defenseman. Um, so I'm really excited to see what he can do. That's the, the kind of the, the guys I'm looking at. Christian Fisher is the other one worth mentioning, I guess, in, in some capacity, but he didn't play last game, if I recall correctly. No. Um, so we're going to have to figure that out if he's going to be back. He's missed at least one game. Um, I could not find anything on him, but he did not, one more time, no, did not play against Boston. So I didn't see anything indicating much. I, there's no drafting slate up yet. So I could really look into the injury and he's the only, if he's in and, and he gets top six run or something, maybe he's of interest Um, just because of, he actually does have a better shot than by any, but maybe anyone on this team is just, he's not skilled enough to use it quite as often. So um, he's a guy to look into on the other side of this game. I already kind of got into a little bit of Ottawa stuff, but yeah, this team is just not very good. Um, they're myth- missing Batherson. That that doesn't help. But I do think Shabbat is an absolute difference maker in every capacity. Uh, he's not quite getting the 30 minutes maybe we're used to, but in a 6-3 to three loss, you really got to keep running that guy out there. Probably not. Um, him and Zub were the only good players on their defensive core in that game against um, Chicago. Everyone else got bullied. Zeistep and Holden got massacred. Um, Brandstrom and Brown didn't play a ton of run, but they, they didn't look very good. Shabbat scored. Um, he was on the ice with Zub for two goals and uh, one against a uh, five on five. Um, they got bullied on, they get what they got. Uh, they got a shorthanded goal, but they gave up one on the power play as well. Forsberg was terrible. It's already got to a net tough break. I don't think he's the worst goalie in the world, but you know, he plays really bad against Chicago. So we take a look at just their last game in general. I think the name that's going to probably stand out the most as like could be a potential value to score or a guy that's going to be popular in a showdown slate in DFS is probably Connor Brown. Um, you know, he gets the top line with Norris and Brady the Chuck. I think uh, Ottawa's offense is so reliant on Brady the Chuck that it's, it's, I mean, you go down the lineup and it really is tough to find any value or any players you feel really good about. So, you know, stacking through the Chuck is obviously the way to go. Connor Brown doesn't get any power play one time, but he is on the second unit. So, yep, take that for what it's worth. Um, Brandstrom on that second unit, he's a good offensive player, but doesn't quite get enough run. Maybe in a game versus Arizona, if you think, you know, maybe Ottawa does actually take care of business at home and they, and they, they take this one handily. I don't think Brandstrom's a terrible play because he could be involved offensively, but um, more than likely, the, the beginning stack for any Ottawa team with success is probably Shabbat or Brady and the captain. That's the easiest starting point. Um, if you want to go with a showdown slate that is going to be a, you know, onslaught of Ottawa, obviously their goalie should be involved with the win. And you're hoping that no one on Arizona has more than one goal. Um, if you're going to, you know, kind of go with the onslaught, 
you know, that then I think that is the obvious starting point. Um, <clears throat> there's a, you know, a couple of guys on Ottawa, I think of note that you could consider, but I would be hard pressed not to stack through the power play. Um, Stutzel, Colin White is the guy that might be the randomest guy that I'll mention on this because he wasn't the first power play, which was a little bit surprising. So it was Norris, Norris, who I hadn't even said Josh Norris's name yet, another really good rate shooter that obviously pairs incredibly well with Brady the Chuck. Um, was the center with Connor Brown and Brady Tuchuk. He's also on the top power play. So those three, Shabbat, North, and Tuchuk, with Colin White and Stutzel. Um, Stutzel was with Godet or Menton, uh, five on five. <sighs> not great. Um, not terrible. For Menton isn't the worst player in the world, but I guess what I'm getting at is there's, I think, easier ways to talk yourself into um, bad or like lower tier, less owned audible players being in minorly better spots with the way they've kind of spread the wealth as much as they can with being not good. Um, but I wouldn't get too crazy with their defenders. I think you're just playing Shabbat no matter what. I think that you could reasonably take his shot prop. It isn't perfect. You know, we look at that game against Boston. He has the goal. He has three shots on net. He hits. He has like four get blocked. I mean, that's going to happen with defenders, but that is just not something we should be expecting. So Shabbat's probably right up there with Brady as my favorite shot on goal prop. But Shabbat, you're going to get a two and a half. And I think that's much safer. Um, Brady is a guy that only had two in the last game. He had two missed in the net. Could have hit the three and a half over, which I'm almost positive is what his line is going to be at. And now New York is going to have shot on goal props back. So if, you have, if you're in New York and you're listening to this, you can bet this now. Uh, it is back as of Saturday, like kind of late in the midday, it came back. So you can bet these things. I'm probably going to look at Shabbat as one of my favorites. Um, and, and feel I think that he's probably your... Like the guy who's going to shoot the puck enough to get there, I would say like he's going to do it. Are they going to get on net? Um, I feel safe about it myself. I'm going to roll with it. As far as Arizona is concerned, I kind of alluded to it already. Favorite shot props probably going to end up being Kessel or Schmaltz. Those guys are just shooting a little bit more. Keller's right there, but I think he'll be priced out of consideration. I'll have to see tomorrow where it's at, but I don't think Kessel is a much worse play than either of them. Um, as far as a shot on goal prop because of the way he shoots. And if you look at that line, it, it, they want him shooting the puck and he's on the top power play and they are feeding him um, just as much as the others. Jamal has never been the best rate shooter in the world. Uh, this has kind of been a really nice renaissance for him. And we're seeing a guy that is, you know, but there's the thing in the past 10, like I mentioned, 33% shooter, but he also is shooting um, per 60. I think about two, almost exactly two shots less than Phil Castle. Um, all, actually almost right on the number. So, you know, it, it is something that he is getting better opportunity with better linemates to get those shots on net maybe. And that's why it's hitting more often, but you know, Kessel's not a bad shooter in his own right. So I think those are Shabbat, the Chuck Kessel, and, and I really, you know, Keller or Schmaltz, I got to see what the lines are exactly. If it's Keller minus like freaking 160 uh, to get over two and a half, I probably just don't do it, but maybe um, where I'd rather look at a guy uh, like Shabbat, a closer to even money over two and a half that I think is a lot safer in this matchup. Um, these two teams do give up a fair amount of shots against to a, a, a lot. Um, so I think that this game could have, end up having good pace and a lot of shot opportunity. And I think there could be some shot props that hit over. So I think I covered a lot here. Um, favorite bets of the night. Well, there's one game. I'm just going to try to get Ottawa as close to even money as I can find it. I'm going to shop the books, look around. I think that it's going to continue to drop. Um, Arizona's without their best player in Jacob Chikrin. So just give me Ottawa. I think they're just a better team here. And Arizona is going to fall off the wagon sooner or later. This team is not going to continue to shoot and outscore expected goals 
with how bad the skill is on this team. So I'm going to be betting against them as we're getting lines of, you know, like I said, a team at home against Arizona minus 150. That sounds amazing on paper, but I understand a lot of hesitancy is going to be here with how good Arizona Coyotes have been. Now I'm going to get on out of here enough for one game. Um, definitely uh, didn't have some same game parlays as well. So if you're going to do the same game parlay, I think that it's going to be for me, at least, I'm probably just going to do, uh, if I could get Gossip's Fair Point in it, I'm going to do that. Some sites let you do that, some don't. So you have to shop that around. If you need to just do goal scorers, I think if you're getting crazy, Colin might actually led the Senators in expecting goals against Chicago. I don't love it, um, but he's on the top power play. So I think you could do a heck of a lot worse than a guy that's going to be like hopefully plus 300 or above, um, maybe right around that mark. Shabbat is just fine as well. They should be right around the same um realm i probably wouldn't put both of them in there because you just kind of hope one of them gets that power play goal and, and, and betting on both of them it's gonna be tough uh brady the truck should probably make your mix as well and then on the other side in arizona if you get crazy i think like i said phil kessel um he him and kraus actually were better at expected goals against boston than anyone on the schmaltz keller line um so i i think that you can look at keller um kessel i mean and feel really good about him as a guy that should be getting more goals than he, than he has been. And this is a good spot for him to get one back against probably some weaker depth in Ottawa. So get you out of here. A lot of stuff for one game. Enjoy the Super Bowl of hockey. And I will talk to you on Friday. Mm-hmm.